Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to yet another episode of the Hangups and Hangovers podcast. It's your boy, Mr. B. So glad to have you guys tuned in yet again. Um, it's been a while. I've been uh, away. I had family in town, you know, so I've been hosting. So uh, I couldn't come to the studio, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that I have a really, really good guest in the studio today as well. I have Hammond in the building. How you doing, buddy? Good, good, good. What's up, man? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. It's, it's nice and sunny in London. I'm enjoying the weather, you know. Everything is good. How's life with you? Yeah, it's all right. Although next week, uh, yeah. uh goes with hay fever for me. And so oh, I, no. I just have to be cautious, but it's okay. Hay fever is the worst. Do you have to take like those? Uh, yeah, those pills? Nah, I took some this morning. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so hopefully I should be fine for this. So no sneezing, no thank you. Good. No, no, no. All right, yeah. bet, bet. All right, guys. So yeah, another episode of Hangers and Hangovers podcast. You know how we guys get into it. Um, uh, we're going to start off with the hang up for the week, which is the segment where we talk about any pet peeves any life annoyances, any bad energy you want to try to get out of your system to get into a good place, let it out, let it go, and let's, let's get into the positive space. So, Hamet, do you want, want to tell us what your hang-up for the week is this week? Sure. So, let, let me start by thanking you for, you know, receiving me here. Oh, absolutely. Always enjoying, you know, the company of, of big guys like you. Ah, uh, stop. But, you know, <laughs> starting with what happened to me, I mean, I don't know if that's a lot of things, but yeah. one thing about me is I have no patience. No, I'm sorry, I have, I have zero patience. So yeah. a, a friend of mine asked me to buy him four shirts, yeah. you know, specific shirt, extra, like three white, one blue. Yeah. So I went to the shop. I won't mention the name. Eh? From what yeah. store? What shop? Can I mention the name? You can mention the name. T.M. Lewin. Okay. <laughs> okay. So hey, I don't know what it is. It's free market. Free market. Yeah. So I, I went there. Yeah. Uh, I, I bought uh, I, I bought the shirts. Yeah. But he wanted a blue one. There was no blue. Yeah. But there was like, uh, you know, one blue with stripes. So I said to the guy, you know, do you have a, a, a plain blue? They said, no, but you can buy it and go and exchange it with another shop. Or eventually you can, you know, just buy one more. Yeah. Because it's like, I think it's, well, it's four for 120. Yeah. Otherwise, one for 45 pounds. Yeah. So I bought the four yesterday for my friend. And you bought the blue one with the stripes. Yeah, the okay. blue one with the stripes. Yeah. I think, you know. Yeah. Uh, if I don't find anything, I'll just give it to him. Right. If I find another shop, I'll just... Exchange it or buy one more. Okay. So this morning, uh, I, I go through another shop and I find one. Yeah. So I said to the guy, uh, my name is on the system. Yeah. So look into it and then can I just get one extra shirt? Yeah. So it will be 30 pounds. Yeah. And the guy is like, no, no, no. It's 45 pounds. I'm like, but the guy from your shop yesterday told yeah. me I can just buy, since, you know, from four shirts, yeah. it's 30 pounds a shirt. Because it's 120, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. see, you receive from your system, yeah. you can just give me one extra for 30 pounds. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 uh, you can exchange it if you want. I'm like, I'm not going to go back to the hotel, right. get one shirt, just give me one extra. Right. And he's like, no, 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 I'm not going to do, do it. You, uh, you, you have to exchange it or you have to buy one for 45. But I'm like, how does that make sense? Uh, that doesn't really make sense. Yeah. You know, do you do you do you want me to go and exchange one shirt when yeah. you can actually have an extra thirty pound right. if I yes, buy one, one more? Yeah. But the the guy didn't seem to understand. And there was a guy next to me. He's like, "How does that make sense?" Yeah. So I looked at the guy. I'm like, "Okay, you know, <laughs> I won't find." I mean, the guy was yeah. a black dude. If yeah. it was a white guy, I would have said this racist. <laughs> But that was a black dude. So I'm like, okay, my excuse there was like, mm, let, let me stay calm, yeah. you know, go and get, I actually asked him to to hold it for me. Yeah. And I think they're holding it until 8 p.m. So okay. since I will be here, I will just go there tomorrow. tomorrow and yeah, get it. Fair yeah. Enough, fair yeah, that was one of the 
it's, it's annoying issues, because yeah. so people people like that they're like they're like um, they follow the formula. They only know one process and one procedure, and they don't want to use their their head exactly. to think outside the box. Yeah. So for to him, it's like, wait, you're telling me to do something that I don't think is is it makes sense. But you're like, this is clearly the most reasonable thing if you're trying to make more money for you. Yeah. For yeah, for yeah. For, for for the brand. For yeah, the exactly. You know what? Wasn't for me, and it's actually a very good friend of mine. So I'm just. Yeah, good yeah. friend. Buying shirts for your friends. Nah. Are you gonna buy me a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> the guy said, eh, "Wow, <laughs> I'm it. Yeah. it. Oh no. No, okay. no, you're bigger than that. <laughs> come, come on, I'll get you some 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 real African shirts. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll hold you to that, by the way. Okay, that's a really good one. So my hang up for this week, and I started telling you this offline, is that I went to my barber yesterday, and my barber gave me a terrible haircut. He has manufactured an entirely new hairline for me. It's pushed my stuff back too far. I don't know if my hair is even going to grow further past to the original point anymore because I may be lo- I may or may not be losing hair on my head now. So I'm very frustrated with the barber. And they asked me after it was done whether or not I was happy with it. I was like, you know, I, um, you know, it's all right. But at that point, there's nothing else you can do to fix it. If I tell you to fix it, you're going to push the hair- hairline even further back. Um, so that's my hang up for this week. It's just crazy how one haircut can mess up your entire... I look in the mirror and I don't... You know when you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, <laughs> you have to do a like, double I'm take. I'm actually not too sure where was your hair before. So my... Yeah. Because it looks, it looks okay. It looks nice? Yeah, no, I didn't say nah. it. <laughs> I didn't say it looks okay. So, so my hairline was like kind of hair before. Ah. The guy's pushed... You can kind of see from this side. It was like... Uh, anyway, the guy... So you know, yeah, you know, you know when guys thinks that they are, you know, they know better. <laughs> they think they know better. They think they know why should you look. So you know, it was a bit frustrating, but you know, it's hair and it's to grow back. But it was just slightly annoying for me. Yeah, no, nah, here, here. But yeah. you, you're, you're still okay. I'm sure your wife is fine with that. She actually, she said it was okay. So yeah. you know, she's usually the 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 judge of. Uh, so of, as long as she's happy, as long as she's happy, that, that's happy wife, happy life. Exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so let's get into the hangout segment of the show. This is where we talk about you, you, you. We talk about your story. We talk about how you went from um, being born in Benin, I presume. Born no, in Benin. No, I was born in France, man. I, didn't, I wasn't born in Africa, ah. man. I was born in Europe, you know uh, what I'm saying? I was just useful for the, for the passport. That's right, right. Okay, okay. I grew up in Benin. Yeah. So you grew up in Benin and you went to school in France and you ended up living in London. You went to business school in Wharton and went back to London. And now you're living in Ivory Coast. That's correct. So that is quite a journey you've you've gone through. So let's let's just start from the top because I'm trying to understand what kind of household you grew up in, what your family structure was like, and then how you how you ended up in France in the first place. Ah, you want me to talk about my family here? <laughs> no, no. no li- yeah. li- listen, I, uh, I I guess we were fortunate. You know, yeah. uh, both parents. Uh, uh, you know, we had a normal, good life, yeah. you know, uh, in, in Africa. In Benin, right? Uh, in Benin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up in Benin. Yeah. Uh, my dad is a doctor. My mom is a lawyer. Oh, nice. Uh, she spent some time, you know, doing some office, uh, public service. She yeah. was Minister of Trade and Tourism for some time. Oh, wow. You know, so, you know, uh, actually, she, she, she became minister when I was... 16 and yeah. I left at 17. So I'm, I'm the one who actually enjoyed it the most. <laughs> Are you the youngest? No, I'm the third of four. Okay. Of four from my mom's side. Right. Uh, uh, my dad has another youngest son. Okay. 
And uh, yeah, from there, uh, we, we, you know, we all followed the path going to France. Yeah. I went to study in France and I had my master in finance, I think in, what year was that? 2002. Mm. And then, you know, doing finance, I was like, you know, you, you have to come to London. Right. You, know? you can't just stay in France and, and, and try to, to make it through finance. Right. Especially if you, you haven't been you know, to some of the top schools like Polytechnic, mm-hmm. uh, HEC. Right. You know, some of the top, top four, top five schools, which, which I didn't. Yeah. So I, I was like, okay, you know what? At least let me speak English. Right. You know? so, so, so I can add it to it. Yeah. Uh, and so I just, you know, from one day to another, I just moved to London. So you just woke up one day and said, yeah. I'm like, I just moved to London. So the only issue was, yeah, I didn't speak English. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, so that's I'm a pretty, like, that's a pretty big issue. I also understand how. So you were, you had finished university, you finished your masters, yeah, and you were just, you, you, did you have a job in France at the time, or did were you? Well, that's a good point. I actually had an internship. Okay, I had an internship. Uh, it was first, it was like more middle office, yeah, and front office, yeah. But the, I had an issue with my manager, yeah, uh, because I came with a master of finance from from you know relatively. Okay, school, mm-hmm. and they felt like you know I was coming with too much knowledge, like that young African guy coming yeah. and trying to teach people this, this, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the relationship with my direct manager wasn't the best. Mm. I mean, actually, it was bad. Was he but, a French guy or a yeah, typical French guy? <laughs> I mean, it was so bad that the guy, you know, he, I'm not that old, eh? right. but we were still receiving confirmation through fax. Right, faxes. <laughs> I'm not that old, I promise. <laughs> so. When I was receiving you know, some of my confirmations, the guy would go and hide it. Wow. Or, or throw it in the bin. And then what I would miss crazy. I, would, I would miss the the, 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 trade. the, the, the trade and then get get uh get into trouble with the senior management. Right. And then there was another manager who was from Benin like me. Right. And one day he actually caught the guy taking actually taking some paper that is crazy. and throwing it uh, uh, in the bin and went to look for it and he realized it was my my oh trade. my god so when we saw that i actually brought it up to the senior manager yeah guess what what nothing oh my god nothing happened i was like okay this this is not for me that is crazy and uh and like you know and you were still you were still an intern at this time yeah i was still an intern that's crazy like, that that's not for me like yeah. i mean the environment wasn't for me let right. me move to london right so i just decided out of the blue like you know i'm moving to london right and as i said you know the issue was no english right so I mean, so you moved to London without a job, without you just knew that yeah. I want to speak English, I want to learn English, and I know well, finance. I spoke school English right. from Benin. Right. Okay. Uh, so the, it, it wasn't great. I thought I could, I could understand English <laughs> until I came to London and then I started hearing British, Scottish people, British yeah, people. Yeah, but the like, way they speak English. My, my, so my dad, you know, born and raised in Nigeria, lives in Nigeria still. Even when he comes over, he was over two weeks ago. He was telling me that he, he watches the news. He's like, I can't even understand what they're saying. <laughs> Like, what are they saying? Turn it up loud. Man, I was having headaches. I remember <laughs> right. that like, right. clearly, clearly. I was having headaches. <laughs> but then the reality is, you know, you have you have to make you, you your way. Yeah. You know. So with my limited English, you know, and I actually had in my pocket about I think exactly three hundred pound. Wow. I bought it with three hundred pound. But again, my, my parents were okay. But yeah. you know, I went through that phase where I was like, 
I cannot be asking. Yeah, if if, if I want to earn the respect for my yeah, parent, yeah, yeah. I cannot be I, asking I don't want to go money, back and ask for, yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, ask yeah. for cash or anything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I had a couple of friends, so I went to crash in the house yeah. while I, I while, you know, waiting to, to get a job. Uh, I started applying uh, for jobs. But yeah. again, I had a master in finance, yeah. so you could not find a job because they would expect you to speak French English. Right. So what I did, I actually removed Masters, uh, uh, masters actually put like you no know, two year degrees, wow. you know, so that I could get a job. And even then, I couldn't get a job. It's crazy. So uh, I went to an agency at the time called Adeco. I don't know if it's still around. Yeah, Adeco, like you know, uh, uh, providing job opportunities. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? Let me start from bottom. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, I just need to to start from you know a bit more French in English. Right. So I, uh, uh, and I was actually living in Catford. Right. At the time. Right. So I started working for Zara. You know, Zara. And when I say right. working for Zara, yeah. I wasn't even front office. <laughs> you know, I, of, you I was at the back, you know, tagging the clothes. Wow. Then, and I, I had to, to wake up at 4 a.m. I wake up at 4 a.m. in Catford, take yeah. the night bus. Yeah. And sometimes I wouldn't even pay that bus, but they, uh, <laughs> right. fortunately there was no... No more look, nobody looking to see yeah. if you had paid. Yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. at, at yeah. that time. Yeah. You, you get to to uh, Regent Street yeah. uh, at, uh, at around you know 5.30, you start, you do your shift until like, you know, uh, I think 5, 6 o'clock and then... Six at night, uh, six p.m. Ah, I mean, so five, so twelve hours, just tagging. I had and no tagging. trust, man. I had no Jeez, trust. I so just, you know, my, my, you know, honestly, I remember sometimes I would wake up and I'm like, "Why am I doing this?" Right. You know, uh, I can just go back home. Right. You know, where I would probably live off my parents. Right. Have a decent life. Yep, yeah. But then I was like, no. You, you want know? to you wanted to make your own. Let, let, let's try to make it. You know. Uh, so, but how long between you looking for finance jobs? And when you decided, okay, I'm going to find an agency and work in Zara, how long did that take before you got to that point? No, honestly, I was like, I, I, I realized very quickly that with my level of English, right. I couldn't find a job. Okay. So okay. either I go back, either I try to make it work. Okay. You know, what, one thing was, you know, uh, 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 perseverance. Yeah. You know? I was like, I have no problem starting from the bottom. Right. right. Because I knew where I was trying to go. Right. You know? right. So. It, it didn't, I mean, and the other thing is I didn't have cash. So right. I need to bring money in. Mm -hmm. You know, it's one thing that your friend lets you in uh, in their house for right. like exactly. a couple of weeks, but then you, you have to participate. Exactly, exactly. And I actually remember even at the time, I think the rent was, what actually happened, someone left the, the, the house. Mm -hmm. So I took their room. Yeah. And the rent was 50 pound, uh, 50 pound a week. But I couldn't pay that. Uh, At some point, I couldn't pay. And I, I just oh couldn't my ask my parents right, for right, money. Right. And uh, the funny thing is, one day, uh, my older brother said, oh, I'm coming to London, I will visit you. Yeah. So he came to London, took his hotel, and came to see me. Yeah. And, you know, it feels like a bit like, what's that movie, uh, Coming to America? Right, exactly. <laughs> so my, my, my brother goes back, calls my parents. He's like, you need to come and see under Wait, what condition this guy is living. living. Yeah. That's, that's like, and my mom, she started getting crazy. Right. She would call me every single day. I'm like, mom, it's fine. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm super. Relax. Yeah. She's like, how much is a house? We buy a house. <laughs> Thinking back now, maybe I should have left her. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm cool. Right. It's, it's fine, it's fine. And she was, and then she was like, she started, you know how African mother, mm -hmm. oh, she started bringing those theories that only come from the back of their mind. She's <laughs> like, 
oh, you know, people all need money right. and then they become, uh, you know, gigolos. Right. Oh, exactly. Like, oh, <laughs> they become gigolos. And then they start, they start you know, selling their body for sex. <laughs> no, yeah. I was like, Oh, is this guy gay? Because I right. don't have a girlfriend either. Oh, but I, see, I, see. I have no cash. I, I have, have no, no money, nothing to do. How do I get a girlfriend right. like, yeah. on top of that? But she's like, are you gay? I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> right. So, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I had to manage that and I mm-hmm. also had to, to find out. So, right. you know, when I got the job at Zara, I was like, mm-hmm. you know, let, let's start somewhere at right. least so that, you know, I can I can go through the, 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 the English. Right. So I did that for... I mean, altogether, I think I did that for like eight months. Okay. You know, uh, and I, I, to a point where, you know, I could easily speak in English. Right. But the, the funny story within that as well is, you know, because I, I knew myself, you know, mm-hmm. I knew I had a master's degree with honors. Right. And then sometimes you just get frustrated working in the back, in the, you know, back office of a shop. Right. You know, earning like six, seven pounds an hour. Right. But uh, again, I, I knew where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just get frustrated. Of course. And when some managers who have zero degree come and shout at you just yeah. because X, Y, Z. Sometimes you, you, you're like, sorry for the time. Like you, yeah. you, you, you tell them, get oh, lost. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Okay, so I can say you fuck can, off. Yeah, like, you okay. can be <laughs> so you know, Fuck the hell off. Yeah, 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 fuck yeah. off. Like, you know, yeah. Don't talk to me like this. Yeah, yeah. You think you are. Yeah. You know? And so I got, I got fired. <laughs> you know, and I consistently got fired. I actually did all the Zara in 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 the uh, in the West End. You got fired from all the Zaras in the yeah, West End because I was rude to the guy. Because I was you know subordinate. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, uh, but my 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 luck was again uh, the lady at Adeco. Mm-hmm. You know, she likes me a lot. Right. You know, French lady, actually cute. Uh, she, 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 she liked me a lot, yeah. so she would get me another, you know, from one Zara to another. Yeah. And then, uh, um, you know, when I've exhausted all, all the Zara, she's like, okay, I'll take you to Timberland. To the next brand. So I went to Timberland, and the right. funny story is I, I owned some Timberland. Right. You know, back in the day, yeah, you, of course. you have to own Tim's, Timberland. Tim's were, Tim's were the thing. So there was another guy who started the same day as me, Yeah. but he didn't have a Timberland. Yeah. So they gave him a brand new Timberland. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I came back the following day yeah. with no Timberland. Yeah, and then they gave me... And they, no, they gave me what? They found me like, why, why did they bring it? Yeah. What's wrong with those people? Yeah. So uh, she took me to the second, uh, right. to another Timberland. Wait, they fired you because you tried no, to get brand new? Because, yeah, because... You tried to get brand new Tim's. No, exactly. I mean, I'm like, how can you give a brand new one to this one? And me, you know, you know coming you prepared, yeah. you know, you, 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 you don't give me a, a, a brand new shoes. Yeah. Right, why am I? Like, so I, I got fired from that as well. I went to the next one. and But luckily at that time, it was a yeah. time where I started applying for jobs. Okay. So eight months in, your English is a lot better. You felt more it comfortable. It was much more, much yeah. more better. And again, I met uh, uh, I met that lady. She was the head of the risk, risk department. Mm-hmm. You know, French, cute lady. We actually became very, very good friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she gave, she, she gave me the job. Right. So this is where I started. Uh, I started there. Uh, I did no, actually, sorry. I went. I started at H Boss. Yeah. But I, I went to look for you know back office job. Right. Know? I just want to prove to people that you know I can work in right. a in a, in a you know in an English speaking environment. Right. Right. Uh, because one thing that happened when I applied once, the recruiter actually sent me an email. Yeah. But he left the email trail. Oh. And when I was, I actually read the email trail. Right. At one point, they were saying like. Oh, uh, his English is not that good. Yeah. Blah, blah. 
and I'm like, okay, so what do I do? Right. I, I should, you know, instead of sending my CV everywhere yeah. and, and getting cut off, let me send it to, you know, specific places so that mm-hmm. just to prove that I could speak yeah. English. Yeah. So I went to HBOS Treasury Services, mm-hmm. which was like, you know, back office function. Yeah. And I did it for like three months. Yeah. You know, I went there, I, you know, automated all the spreadsheets. Yeah. But in three months, once I was there, yeah. you know, uh, uh, I could actually apply for, for another job. Right. So I went from back office right. and I started applying for middle office right. job. Right. So after three months, I, I got hired by uh, EDF Trading. Right. And it was more middle office risk function. Mm-hmm. I'm like, at least it's you know, yeah, much yeah, better yeah, than yeah, what, what yeah. it was before. Yeah. And uh, at EDF Trading, it was very interesting because, uh, uh, you know, aside networking with the people, uh, you know, the job itself mm-hmm. wasn't what I was looking for. Right. But it was a necessary step, you know, to, to get where I wanted to be. Right. So I did that. And I did that at for three months, EDF for about, uh, uh, no, sorry. It's not EDF, it's Cox Supply and Trading. Right. Uh, I was at Cox Supply and Trading, which is uh, energy trading. I did that for eight months. Yeah. And there, you know, I, I met a couple of guys, you know, some of the traders that mm-hmm. I got friends with. Right. And the way I got friends with one of them, who is my friend until today, actually, yeah. he's, uh, he was a, um, a Muslim guy. Okay. So uh, comes, you're Muslim as well. I'm Muslim okay. as well. Comes Ramadan, yeah. I actually went to buy some dates. Yeah. And I went to give it to him in his office. Right. And we started talking like, you know, we, we had something in common. Right. We started talking. He started teaching me some of his stuff. Yeah. But the reality is there is no way they would have let me from, mm-hmm. from the middle office to the front office. Right. So all I was doing, you know, being this guy, uh, right. uh, side guy, you know, right. helping him uh, on the side in the evening. Yeah. You know, I would go speak to him. Mm-hmm. So he would teach me a lot. Right. And I mean, the guy is my very good friend until today. Right. And after that, I started applying for another position. Mm-hmm. And I went to, uh, this is how I moved there after eight months to EDF trading. Right. So EDF trading, I was in, you know, risk function. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Uh, uh, I actually remember, I mean, that was, uh, we're on the trading floor, Yeah. you know, fast pace, and it, it was a time where, you know, it's money talks. Right. And this was 2003, 2004. No, that was 2005. Okay. 2005. Yeah. And there was one guy there, like the head trader for crude. Yeah. Which is what I wanted to do. So, I, you know, yeah. luckily for me, I was looking after his book. Yeah. And, uh, mm. uh that that guy was extremely smart, making yeah. tons of money every yeah. year. Yeah. But he was just tough. I remember one day, you know, he actually took me in the middle of the floor, like shouted at me like anything. Wow. And funny enough. Is it British guy or is it No, he was a Greek guy. Okay. But I mean, and the guy is like big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big like a beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. He starts shouting. And when he starts shouting, his voice thunders. No, Everybody well, started yeah. looking at you. Yeah, 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 of course. And I was like, me, that young black guy who is right. trying to learn. Right. And he, he, I remember exactly what he said. He said, your job is to make me happy. If I'm not happy, you're yeah. fired. Wow. Exactly. And I was like, and at that, at that exact moment, I said to myself, I looked at him and I said to myself, yeah. you, we're going to be best friends. <laughs> I, I said to myself, "Why did you say that? I mean, no, I'm you, like, were, you were not offended by what he said." Or? No, I, wa- I actually wanted to cry. Right. Hmm. But I'm like, this is where I want to go. Right. And it has to go through you. Mm. So at that point, is you know, you start to suck it up and just kind of exactly. Like deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So what I did, 
uh, I actually trying to get, you know, after that incident, I, I went back to him. I'm like, I, I really apologize. Mm -hmm. Tell me how I can make do you better. happy. Yeah. Yeah, how, how I can do better. And what I noticed is this guy loves to talk. Yeah. But beyond loving to talk, he loves to teach. Right. Mm. So I'm like, okay, so teach me. So mm -hmm. every time you ask him about him, about what he does, right. how he does it, why he did it, yeah. he would love to talk. Yeah. So from that day, you know, I, I was like, after uh, after trading hours, I'll come to his desk, yeah. taking note, taking note, yeah. taking taking note. And th that guy just loved to teach. Mm. So he would teach me about everything, about all his portfolio, his strategy. Right. And then I started, you know, I was so interested, I started, you know, trying to bring some input and mm -hmm. helping him on that. And one day, uh, he was actually going on holiday. Mm -hmm. And this is me. I mean, it was a small office. This right. is me uh, uh, from the risk function. Right. And he's like, can you come and run my book? What? I was like, what? My guy. <laughs> this is a type of, wow. you know, we're talking about white privilege. Right. You know, young black guy coming you yeah. know, with those eight screens. Yeah, yeah. But I wasn't taking any decision. Right. You know, it was just monitoring mm -hmm. and then let him know if, if, if there is yeah. some things were taking a, a direction, etc. Just So so did you know that he already kind of saw you in that light that he would like somebody that he could, he clearly trusted you. Did you already, did he have that inkling that he had that trust for you and he liked you, obviously? No, I mean, we, we start getting along okay. a lot. Yeah. You know, I would tell him, I would challenge him, mm -hmm. I would give, try to bring him ideas. Mm -hmm. So he, he liked me as, right. a, as a person. But from that to tell me, okay, yeah. I'm going on holiday two weeks, I want you to come yeah. look at my screen, look at my position. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, you know, uh, I wasn't trading or right, anything. I right, couldn't. right, right. But it's like, Stay there, right. look at the position, yeah. and if there's anything wrong, you call me immediately. Yeah, yeah. Just that. But then, you know, people in the office, even the CEO, right. I remember the CEO was uh, fuming. Right. But since that, that guy was the guy who was making, making the money, most money, they can't know, say anything. And he said, I'm the one who put him there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I could see everybody looking at me like, wow. Mm. And what it did to me, is I felt like, you know, people thought it wasn't my place. Mm. Even though, you know, every single day, every single evening, I was working with this guy. I yeah. probably know, knew his strategy better than anybody right. in that office. Yeah. But I felt like, you know, that wasn't my place because that I, I wasn't from there. Uh, right. You know, I'm not supposed to be there. Yeah. I said, okay, what do I do next Yeah. to, to get that? So I'm like, let me apply for business school. Mm. So at least that gives you, uh, you know, a level clean, playing field. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the clean background is no longer the guy who was working night shift right. at Zara. Who, yeah. who tried to make his his way way to, through? Uh, yeah. Let let me try to apply for business school. Right. And so when I uh, when I decided that you know I, I wanted to apply for business school, I'm like, okay, I still wanted to be in finance. Mm -hmm. So naturally, I went to you know, Marcos was Walton. I actually right. went to visit you know a, a few of those schools. Yeah. I went to check uh, HBS. I went to check Walton. I went to check Chicago. Yeah. Uh, Columbia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But stupidly enough, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to apply to Walton yeah. and I'm only going to pick Walton. Mm -hmm. so, so I went to, and the other funny things, uh, I, I was going to, you know, I was, uh, uh, when, I, when I usually put my money into something, yeah. I try to do it like you the, really the best go I for it. Yeah, you go for it. So I would mm -hmm. go to all the, you know, event, etc. And there was a recruiting event where Walton was. Yeah. So I decided to go. And then uh, there were a few banks. Yeah. And this is a bank I see, Goldman Sachs. Yeah. <laughs> I see people, you know, with the tie yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went there like, 
like, hey, hey, how are you? Mm-hmm. So you're, you're actually a French guy. He said, oh, uh, hi. And I'm like, oh, I would like to know what you guys do. Yeah. The guy looked at me and tells me, this is not for you. <laughs> I'm like, you don't even know me. You don't even know my name. That's hilarious. You don't know my name. Right. You don't know my background. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything about me. I just said, hi, I want to know what you guys do. The guy looked at me and said, yeah, of course. Clearly, clearly, Ah. yeah, yeah. He said, this is not for you. So funny. I said, what? Because what he's probably saying, he's probably used people coming and telling him, oh, it's Goldman Sachs, trying to kiss his ass. Like this is, yeah. Maybe, I mean, I was naive. Yeah, I know, I I know. I I I didn't know anything about it. I know, but the fact that it was so dismissive is is ridiculous. Completely. So I said to myself, I actually looked at his name. Yeah. I said, I'll come back, work for Goldman and fire you. You, you told him that? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I told it to myself. But I said to myself, I'm going to work for Goldman Sachs. Uh, and I'm going to look you up. And if I can fire you, I will fire you. <laughs> this is what I said to myself. So then, uh, uh, I only applied to, to water. Right. And then I, I started talking. You know, when you apply for business school, you have those um, those chat groups where you have people applying for business yeah, school. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody was like, oh, I've applied to four schools. I've yeah. applied to five schools. I'm like, oh. Should I do yeah, only applied, No, it was too late. Yeah, okay. I only applied to one. Yeah. And my GMAT score wasn't the greatest. All right. Well, I actually did very well in, in the quant section, right. but very poorly in the, the English verbal, section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think I got like, you know, 630. Yeah. When people are like seven plus, yeah. you know, 750, 760. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. like, what? So in my application, I told them the truth. Yeah. I'm like, listen, I've been working in the English environment for yeah. the past few years. You know, it's just that. It didn't happen that day, right. but you cannot hold me to it. And right. the math was good, and I'm 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 going to do finance again. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. But uh, so I was like, okay, you know, I, I still applied with that. Yeah. And and then I realized like, I only applied to one school. Right. So I went home. <laughs> you went to Benin. <laughs> I, I went to Benin. <laughs> Said to my mom, "Hey, yeah. mom, <laughs> this school, I must go. I must get that." Right. <laughs> so we called the people. I'm like, do what you have to do. <laughs> so your mom started calling them. No, my guy, this Benina. Uh, <laughs> she I said, prayers. I need to go to that school. <laughs> then do what you have to do. <laughs> so we started. Ah, Benina is Benina. Did you see the African <laughs> Cup? I see it. <laughs> uh, so, and then uh, I, I was going back to London. I was coming back to London. Yeah. The day before the, they announced the result. The right. school result. So when I came back, couldn't mm-hmm. sleep. Mm. Ah, my stomach. I'm like, right. because at EDF, after that incident, you know, right. I felt I didn't have my place there. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, those people, I can't stand them anymore. Yeah. But if I don't get, I, it's not like I can quit my job. Right. You you needed, you needed the business school to give you the something else. Yeah, exactly. The so the one was my only stuck. option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, my guy. Jeez. And then, so I re- you're like, mm-hmm. and uh, w- when I was going through the chat, some people are, oh, they just called me. Oh, they just called me. Oh, like, no. Ah. And then my phone rang. Yeah. I see, uh, at the time, it was uh, no idea or plus yeah, one. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. I'm like, if they call you, you know you're in. Yeah. If, uh, they if you're not in, they don't call you. Ah, uh, I see. And when I heard an American voice. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, yo, Leave it. And they were like, oh, uh, we saw your application. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, I did all my my homework. And, you know, right. I went to see them. I yeah. went to tell them why I was updating them. 
you know, every single time, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I've submitted my essays. This is why I want to, they knew I was committed. Yeah. So when they told me I was in, oh my God, I screamed at that phone. <laughs> but then I realized that was a mistake. <laughs> because then when they know you're fully committed, yeah. they don't give you, they don't give you scholarships. scholarships yeah. I was like, ah! Because <laughs> I was like, at that point, yeah, you were too care. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't care. Yeah. But really, that was for me the second risk I took mm. um, throughout my my career path. Right. The first one being, you know, obviously moving to, to London, London yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, without speaking English. And then the second was like, you know, business school is expensive. Right. I'm like, I'm going to pay for that. Yeah. I'm like, that was second thought. Yeah. You know, uh, obviously there was a loan from, you are, you know, depending on the school, yeah, yeah, you have yeah. automatic loans, yeah. which I took, but that really transformed my career. Yeah. Having said that, then uh, it came to recruiting. So this is like 2006. No, 2007. This is just before the financial crisis started. Like you went to business school. Okay. Okay. This is getting so, interesting. So financial... I go to business school, yeah. but I'm not me. You know, I'm I'm, I'm from the street, too. You know? <laughs> you know, one thing we 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 know how to do is you know awesome. to feel what's what's good, what's not good. Yeah. So financial crisis started. I'm like, oh, what's the issue with that again? Mm -hmm. Oh, subprime, etc. Right. right. Yeah. I'm like, mm, how is no good? Mm. Where does it sound good? I'm like, emerging market. Let right. me go and say, tell them I want to focus on. Africa. Mm -hmm. This is where I'm from. Since right. Oimbo people, they like when you tell them you're yeah. going back home. Exactly. I tell them, yeah, I want to go back home. I want to do Africa. Right, right, right. So uh, I actually started, uh, well, at the back of my mind, I, 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 I had like, I have to work for Goldman because yeah. of that guy. Yeah. yeah I had to, to go and work for Goldman. <laughs> right. So before recruiting event, you know, I got in touch with Goldman, mm -hmm. with the African desk, mm -hmm. and started speaking to the people. Mm -hmm. uh, so I already had that connection. Right. But then, uh, you know, re re you know, recruiting started. Uh, I, you know, I had the interview. The interview with Goldman was just disastrous. Really? Like, but there were two people. There yeah. were one who was a Walton alum, right? Who I knew already. Yeah. And the other guy, I mean, the guy is asking me questions. I'm like, my guy, what's what's, what's <laughs> what? What, what are you asking? Me? I, I told you I want to do Africa. I want yeah. to go back home. Right. What are you asking me questions about? China yeah, 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 or, yeah. Or, or those countries. That's probably so, what he knew. They was trying to test you on what he knew. Yeah, 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 my yeah. guy, he wanted yeah. to test me or whatever. Yeah. At one point, I looked at him and I said to him, dude, this is what I want to do. Right. The rest is irrelevant for me. You, know? <laughs> you said that yeah, in the interview. I was yeah. so frustrated yeah. because oh, he, at one point, I mean, I can understand why he was asking those questions. Right. Like he said, oh, what are the 10 risks uh, in, in China? I'm, how do you want me to know? Mm -hmm. uh, what, what do you want me to tell you? Right. So I start counting one, two, three, four. Yeah. From four, I'm like, I'm stuck. Ten risks. And then, I, and then I'm like, dude, China is one thing. Yeah. This, I want to do Africa. And right. this is why I know what I could do Africa. Right. And the guy looked at me. I'm like, okay, that interview is not going disastrous, well. yeah. But then I told him straight. Mm -hmm. I'm like, stop bullshitting me with all your questions. Because, yeah. you know, it's not going to change anything. Mm -hmm. And this is why I think you should hire me. Right. So I went home. And then uh, the final crisis was just getting worse. Right. And then Goldman was supposed to do a second round. Yeah. So they canceled the second round for everybody. Because they stopped hiring. Mm -hmm. Now with the crisis, I mean, right. nobody knew if, if they were going to survive. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, uh, then I received a call from the lady. She's like, why did you say that to him? 
the which lady? Uh, the the second interviewer. Okay, the, yeah, the one yeah. They while, while she was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why did you say that? Why? I'm like, why is he asking me this? Yeah. You know, if he wants to give me the job, give me the job, but right. don't. No, why are you, why are you asking me all those stupid questions? I right. have no time for that. All right. And then she's like, okay, you in for the internship. Like, Seriously? Wow! Like, Another one my mama has done. <laughs> I was like, right. these are taking. Wow! Uh, and funny enough, uh, I was actually at Wharton with uh, Dick Ford, daughter. Yeah. And at the time, you know, Lehman was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and I went to, I went. That's another story I want to tell. Mm. I went to do the interview at Lehman. Yeah. I thought it went extremely well. Yeah. But then. Uh, so, you know, they always tell you after the interview, send a thank you note. Yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. Blah. I sent a thank you note. It was a black lady. Yeah. You know, she was a water alum. Yeah. Everything. I sent her a thank you mail, blah, blah. And I made one uh, spelling mistake. Yeah. She responds to me. Yeah. And say, oh, I made a spelling mistake. And this is a proof that I lack attention, blah, blah, blah. And what? she copied in HR guy. What? Like, How does she do that? So people are people are weird, man. That they, I'm like, why would you do that? And I'm like, and then at that point I was like, I don't even want to work for Lehman. Right, exactly, exactly. And I actually wanted to go and tell my, my friend who is the CEO. Like, why would you, what type of culture is this? Right, right. I'm like, this is me, black guy. You are a black woman. Right. Try to help me out. Right. And she copied the HR guy. I saw that. I'm like, okay, I was fucked. Yeah. yeah. So I got a, a second one from everybody. Yeah. Except what Goldberg canceled it, except Lehman. Yeah. That day I went to tell my mom. <laughs> I'm not saying there is any connection with what happened. But the day I found out that they collapsed, and you're that like girl was mom, looking for a job, I'm like, your mom's now like, you know. Your I'm like, now you know. This is Benin Juju. Yo, can, your, can your mom start doing eh? some things for me? Because <laughs> I have some player points. <laughs> tell us, tell us, tell us. Right. Why, what is this? <laughs> and why is it that us black people can't right. stick together? That is crazy because yeah, uh, what's an alarm? Fellow black person, that is not is the is not the kind of profile of person that you think would be would try to hinder you. Yeah, I, right? but she copied the HR that is guy. Crazy. That's so, crazy. So you know, I was a bit happy when I, yeah. I realized that she was looking for a job. <laughs> right. But yeah, after after Walton, I joined Goldman Sachs. Yeah, yeah. But at that stage, I couldn't remember the name of that guy. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> you I, I couldn't find him. But you know that that was uh, you know a uh, uh, turning point for me. Right. Yeah. Goldman, the standards, the yeah. training, everything. Yeah. Uh, from there, you know, it, it just went up. You know, thank God. And mm -hmm. and after that, uh, I actually joined uh, VTB. Right. VTB recruited me as a director to run Africa. Mm -hmm. That was in 2012. Uh, it was an interesting experience. A VTB. It was very interesting because you know, mm -hmm. unlike Goldman, yeah. they were, you know, they are not scared of anything. Mm. Yeah. Russian bank that right. said they were happy. Right. And then at that point, I was like, maybe sometimes you need to be a bit <laughs> Maybe sometimes. <laughs> it's, not, it's not everything you need to go into. Yeah. Uh, and, right. you know, as an African, you know, yeah. we, we do Africa, you know, we work in uh, emerging markets, specifically Africa. Yeah. Because this is where we're from and we want to to, to see it rise. Right. You know, not just uh, a matter of just profit, uh, mm -hmm. making money, etc. You know, you know, you have to come back. Right. So you have to be extremely careful about, you know, what you do, how mm -hmm. you do it. Right. So maybe that was, you know, some of the issues I had. With VTB. The, the, with VTB, I mean, you know, yeah. most banks do that, but specifically with VTB in that yeah. case. So, so I left. Okay. 
because it, it wasn't the, the value I wanted. So you felt like they were just in this to make money. They didn't care about how they left. There wasn't... There were some specific issues. I won't name the country, right. for instance, okay. because I would do a transaction. Yeah. You know, I would fight for the country, right. even though I'm, I'm from the bank side. Yeah. You know, uh, there was one specific country we did a transaction. Yeah. And I was offering them Labor Plus 545 at the time. Right. Then, uh, you know, I was fighting inside. Yeah. You know, the bank to say, okay, you know, we, we you know, it's like, you don't need to make 5 million profit right. PNL. You can make, you know, 3 million PNL right. from that transaction. Right. You know, I was fighting inside and right. I got that. But then I flew in, I, I flew to my CEO. Yeah. Somehow he 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 met with the president. Yeah. So did I see the country? Yeah, we can we can blanket. We'll blanket yeah, afterwards. We'll blanket afterwards. Please. We'll blanket afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we went to that country and yeah. and he met the president. And then we come back. Oh, all of the all of a sudden the transaction is priced at Labor Press 645. So he changed the price uh, uh, additional. So does that mean that he was given somebody in, in the country? We'll blank that out again. Yeah. Was giving someone in the country a kickback or yeah. something? I wasn't there. Yeah. But the reality is, I fought for Labour Press 545. Right. He comes in, he speaks to the president. Yeah. We live with Labour Press 645. So, so you were fighting for something that you thought was fair for the country. Exactly. And they were fighting in order to extract value. Okay, gotcha. And I'm like, yeah. And I would come to meetings, you know, people literally people would say, Hamid is here. Mm. Let's change the narrative. Wow. You know? And yeah. and I was told, you know, a couple of times, you know, don't forget who pays you. Wow. You know, which is true. Yeah, yeah. You know, at yeah. the end of the day, it's true. They yeah. were paying me. Yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, you know, is that what I want to do? Mm-hmm. You know. You know, at the end of the day, you have to go back to 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 where you're from. Right. And today we can't see us as, you know, being from Benin, being from Ivory Coast, being right. from Ghana, being from Nigeria. Yeah. But, well, just Africa. Yeah. You know, and it's our duty today, you know, to 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 make sure mm-hmm. we we get on the right track. Right. So uh from that perspective, I was like, you know, I'm done. Okay. I'm done. And uh, uh shortly after that, you know, uh, one of my partners now, who is uh, one of the managing partners of our firm, became Prime Minister of Benin. Mm. So uh Okay, that's that's the third thing I did. I actually, I actually didn't know him at all. Okay, I took a flight. I went there for a week to Benin, mm-hmm. and I kept sending him emails. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I want to meet you. I want to meet you. I want to meet you. Mm-hmm. So uh, finally, the day before I was supposed to leave, he responds. He responded to me and said, "Let me tomorrow at eleven uh, uh, eleven o'clock in the at the mm-hmm. prime minister yeah, office." Yeah. So I went there and I said to him, "Listen, just arrive." You know, I think, uh, you know, I have a lot of admiration for him. All right. Well-known guy, extremely, extremely smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm like, I want to work with you. Mm-hmm. you know? And his first uh, point was, but how do I, you, you, you came from Goldman, UTB, yeah, yeah. how do I pay you? Right. And I said to him, don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. You know? I, 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 I would be satisfied enough to, to just work. You know, obviously I, I had my savings. Right, of course. So. So I'm like, you know, let, let's work for the country. Yeah. But more importantly, I wanted to work for the man. Right. And uh, so uh, that was in 2015. We started working to, together and yeah. I was in charge of, I was his special advisor in charge of private sector and financing. Yeah. And then he became a presidential candidate. Wow. 
and uh, and uh, you know we he we built so much trust. I right. became his campaign manager. Right. Wow. I mean that was one of the. I mean the whole public service thing and yeah. the actual uh, managing the campaign yeah. was one of the most rewarding mm. but tough experience. Of course. Of course. You know, and the fact that people actually automatically expect that you will steal money. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. obviously, when I was his campaign manager, I was the one who had the key to the safe. Yeah, to the treasury. But people yeah. automatically expect that you will steal money. Right. Uh, even your friend who've known you for like, right. and they are like, are you stupid? Why didn't you take money? Right. I'm like, that, why that, should I take money? Right, that's not what I'm here to do. No, no. and it's that, you know, there is a trust relationship. Mm -hmm. And you have to look five years, ten years from now. Of course, yeah. You, know, you, you can't just... Think of, you can't be so short-sighted. Exactly. So, you know, finally we lost. Mm -hmm. oh, Maybe no. that was a bit my fault. But, right. but the relationship <laughs> is still there. You didn't go to your mom. You didn't go to your mom and I. No, we did. We did, we did. <laughs> but this guy was in Beijing. So, right. everybody has that. <laughs> so, everybody has that. So, you neutralize each other. <laughs> no, but it, it was so funny. Yeah. The, the guy had a helicopter crash. Your, your candidate? Yeah, he had a wow. helicopter crash. You know, during the election. Wow. I mean, what we went through was just unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But uh, that was a great story. And, you know, the day after we lost, you know, I think, well, one of the issues, I guess, people do, did not realize, you know, how much love we had for the country mm -hmm. and why, you know, we were ready to do it, you know, right. for basically for free. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the other candidate were, got elected. Mm -hmm. And then after that, we said, okay, so what do we do now that we have free time and we don't have a job? Mm -hmm. So we're like, let's go and do what we know best. Do, yeah. So we said that we, this is how we started uh, to think about, you know, setting up the investment bank. Right. And uh, uh, thankfully enough, uh, Donald Cabruca mm -hmm. uh, had left AFDB, you know, about a year. And then he teaches, he teaches at uh, Harvard Kennedy School, I believe, for a year. Yeah. And he was finishing that and he was thinking about doing uh, something similar. Mm -hmm. So we just joined force and, and this is how Southbridge started. Right. Uh, uh, and until now, I think, you know, for us today, Southbridge is a vehicle for African by Africans. Right, right. You know, trying to make sure the standard is there, mm -hmm. trying to make sure that the standards, uh, the, the interests are fully aligned. Right. Because, you know, some of the things you see is, you know, it, it's sad to say, but, you know, some governments, some entities still feel like, you know, they need to provide white privilege again. Right. Even in Africa, I'm like, right. Exactly. Know, we, we went to the best schools. Right. We went to the best firms. Yeah. We, we, we did, you know, some of the best job. You know, let's forget about that. We, we right. do the job and right. this is what we're doing now. Mm. So, you know, the adventure, the salvage adventure has been, has right. been great. Mm -hmm. But, you know, again, today people will see me and they will be like, oh, he's a partner at Salvage. Right. Right. But nobody will think about, you know, uh, yeah. when I was waking up at 4, 4, 4 a.m. to go and work, you know, work on that night bus, yeah. not being able to, yeah. to, to pay that 50 pound a month, mm -hmm. uh, a week. You know, mm -hmm. rent, but you know that that that's a journey. Right. You know, I have no regret about anything. Right. You know, if I had to do it again, I would probably do it again. Somewhere, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The same way. If today I was to lose everything, yeah, I would be ready to start it again. Mm -hmm. You know, I know I can. I have a lovely wife, you mm -hmm. know, who always supports. Yeah. And so you know, that's what matter, and you know, Dude, always ready to go. That's an amazing story, man. And I, I think a common theme throughout your story is you had 
a strong self sense of what you, where you wanted to go and you were not willing to settle for anything less than that. And you had the persistence to actually see it through. And you also had a lot of courage to go to people and say, hey, teach me. Hey, I want to learn. Hey, I want to do this. What do you think gave you that courage and that persistence and that, where do you think you found that from? We have thought about that. I'll tell you another story again. Mm-hmm. Uh, that marked me when I, you know, when I moved from Benin mm-hmm. to, to, to France. Yeah. Actually, you know, it, it, it's so funny because in Benin, I was well up. Actually, when I moved, my mom was a minister. Yeah. So, you know, I would, I used to drive cars when I was like 13, 14 mm-hmm. with no driving license. Right. If a cop stops me, either I give him like, you know, yes, $10 yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, or I tell him, you know, you fuck off. Like, right. you know who I am? Yeah. I was ex- I mean, I'm still a bit arrogant, but I was <laughs> extremely arrogant. Right. Completely arrogant. I was like king of the world. Right. That was, you know, Benin, cotton right. level. I would go to a club, you know, if I yeah. see someone else wearing the same shirt as me, yeah. I would take my shirt off and, and light it up. That's how crazy I was when I was... <laughs> as a teenager. Uh, as a teenager. And my, my one of my uncle used to grow, to have like some of the top shops uh, mm-hmm. in Benin. So I'll just go and get another one, right. another stuff. But yeah. that's how bad I was. Yeah. At one point, even, you know, I got arrested by a cop and he's like, oh, I, I remember you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, who the, who the fuck do you remember? I'm yeah. not your friend. Yeah. You know? <laughs> no. But that's how bad I was. Right. And then I, from one day to another, after my, my A-level, I moved to France. Yeah. And then things have changed completely. Mm. I realized how privileged I was in Benin. Right and how I should work harder, you know, to ensure that, you know, to extend that opportunities to, mm-hmm. to, to other people. Mm-hmm. Because one thing that happened to me, I still remember like yesterday. Yeah. When I got, uh, my, my parents asked, well, my parents, okay, there's a lot of things I didn't say yeah. in my story. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to run, uh, you know, you know, we have those uh, bag taxis. Right. You know, when my Okada, mom was, uh, yeah, yeah, those, yeah, yeah. Okada, when my mom was yeah. a minister, yeah. I actually used to, you know, as, she, as a minister, she, at Christmas, she will receive a lot of something, yeah, 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 a lot yeah, of yeah, gifts. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she will never come. So I will take everything. I will supply the clubs, <laughs> make some money. Right. And with the money, I, will, I bought some bags and I was running a, right. a Okada business. <laughs> wow. And so the, I, I was like, I was bad. And, and at one point, my mom realized that. And they were like, you're not going to France. You know, yeah. We're not leaving you because you will yeah. just end up in jail. Right. I was like, damn. At the end, I talked to my mom because yeah. my dad was like, he's going nowhere. Right. So my mom was like, okay, I let you go. And she told me, told me a story about the uh, 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 red jumper. I mean, bottom line, it was like, you know, yeah. how church should always be within the family right. and that she trusted me. Right. You know, I need to be good. And that, I was like, I would be good. That really but impacted then you. Yeah. When I went to France, mm-hmm. uh, I was, I was getting on the train. Mm-hmm. And I, I had my luggage because I had, well, my parents wanted me to be with my brother. Mm-hmm. No way they would live yeah, in any alone. city. Yeah, yeah. Your older brother. Yeah, with okay. my older brother. So he was in Limoges doing medicine. Yeah. And so I went to Paris and I had to take the train to go there. Mm-hmm. So I was with my luggage and everybody was sitting. There was a seat next to them. Yeah. But the look on those people's face. Yeah. Like, don't come and sit next to me. Mm-hmm. He was just telling me, don't come and sit next to me. Mm-hmm. There is no room for you here. Yeah. So I actually went all the way to the back. Right. I went all the way to the back and I sat. And that made me think that, oh, I'm not necessarily welcome here. This is actually the first time right. 
it, it wasn't racism per se right. because they didn't say anything. Yeah. But the look was saying it all. And how did that make you feel? I was like, first in Benin, I was super privileged. Right. right. But I was going to a French school, school. Mm-hmm. a lot of white people, yeah, yeah. expat kids, and we're all friends. Mm-hmm. So it, I was like, things are different here. Mm. So you need to be careful. Right. You completely need to be careful about, uh, you know, how you do things. So I went all the way to the back, and when I started university, I, I went to uni there. Uh, there were like group of friends that I mean they, they obviously knew each other. Yeah, and they were like, oh, they were all sitting you know, at the front, and right. they were like, oh, we are the best. We're, they are the only one who talks. And one day, the professor actually asked a question, mm-hmm. and uh, some of the guys from the front side, you know put their hands up, they asked, and the professor was like, no, no, no. You know, they all had it wrong. And then right. I, I put my, I was at the back, you know, yeah. I put my hands up, and I gave him the answer. Mm-hmm. And the professor was like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. How did you know? I'm like, I mean, how did I know? Mm-hmm. Because I knew, and I tell him, this is why I yeah. know the answer. And then I see all those kids at the front looking at me like, surprised. why is this guy from the back could have the correct answer? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, geez, mm-hmm. you know, this is a bad competition. This is right. a bad thing. So you have to, sh- and I always had that pride, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm black and I'm proud. Right. Super proud. Right. Know? And nobody will tell me otherwise. Right. So I'm like, okay, I will show you. Mm. I mean, in Benin, I wasn't, I was always middle. Right. You're comfortable, but middle. In the, I, mean, I wasn't, class. yeah, I was oh. never pushing for, right. for top, for top, of the for class. top, because I'm yeah. like, why? Yeah. You know? But then when I went to France, I'm like, okay, let me show you. Right. So I've been consistently, you know, top three, top four. Mm-hmm. But just, just because of pride, like, mm-hmm. the way those kids look at me, like, why is this guy is going to, why would he know that? And then at the end of the year, that was in Limoges, at the end of the year, uh, I had one professor who came to me. And you know what he said to me? Mm-hmm. And this is something else that I was like, wow. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, I, I think my, you know, uh, at the end of the year, all together, I finished like third. Right. Third of the, the, of the, the class. The, the class. Mm-hmm. And he came to me and said, oh, for an African to be third, oh, well done. For an African. But I think yeah. he was trying to... He was trying to give you a compliment. A compliment. Yeah. And I looked well, at him and I said, fuck off. Right. Fuck yourself. Fuck your mother. Fuck your father. Mm-hmm. Are you mad? Mm-hmm. Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, after that, I transferred <laughs> to, to I had a few friends who were in Poitiers. Right. So after that, I transferred to Poitiers because I knew that if I was staying in that it's university, over. it's over. Mm. I'm like, fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you talking to us like this? Right. And then I went to uh, I went to Poitiers. I had another story there again. Yeah. Like, there was an international finance professor. Yeah. At one point, he tried to speak about uh, the valuation in the... Uh, 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 Wyoming zone, you know, of CFA frame. Yeah. And I was like, I lived it. I lived through it. Right. You know, yes, I was privileged in Benin. Yeah. But I knew what was the effect. And so he was like, oh, uh, this was very good for Africa. And I said to him, no, it wasn't, not necessarily. Mm -hmm. You know, these are the effects that people had to live through. Right. And he dismissed me. And he's like, oh, he knows it. He knows it, uh, he knows it, uh, he's the professor, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Like, how come me, you know, young African can yeah. come and challenge me? Right. So I, I asked him a question. I'm like, 
how often did you go to Africa? Mm-hmm. I mean, that was actually a genuine right. question. He tells me, no, I've never been. <laughs> so I, I packed my stuff yeah. and I left the classroom. Mm-hmm. I'm like, never again come and talk about Africa. You, 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 you never, never, know never, never, never been to the country and you right. want to come and teach all, all the students about this, this, this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, okay. So you get a sense of me, I'm more like, right. just completely pride, but I was like, don't come and tell us mm-hmm. things that you don't, you don't know or you haven't looked through or give me facts. Right. So, uh, you know, I left and I, again, after that, I had to transfer to Toulouse. <laughs> <laughs> Those people, they, they, they yeah. try to screw me somehow. Right. I don't want all this wahala. Right. I moved to Toulouse yeah. and then from Toulouse to Paris and Paris to London. Yeah, yeah. And you know the whole story. That's amazing, man. Look, um, I'm, the engineer is telling me that we're running out of time. Ah, this, I should have told you I speak a lot. So no, no, this you, is a you great... Should have, you should have I, kept me up. I, I, I actually really, really enjoy this conversation. But before we round up, we do the hang, uh, our final segment of the show, which is the hangover for the week. You hanging, I'm hanging. We hanging, hangover for the week. Here is the hangover for the week. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity to talk to people who may... You know, be in situations where I guess two two things. The first is people who may be in situations where they're not really content with where they are. They think they can do more, um, but they don't necessarily have that courage. They have the pride, but they don't know how to take the first step. How would you advise them to be brave and take risks? Because you never know how you land on the other side. What would you advise them to do? That's the first thing I want to ask. And then, okay. actually, I, I asked that first. And okay, asked, yeah. thanks. <laughs> the reality is, I mean. And I don't know if I'm in the best place to, to yeah. tell anybody what they need to do, but right. people are different. People are different and they respond to, to situations differently. Mm-hmm. But one fact is, you know, it's never too late. Mm. It's never too late. And, you know, sometimes just project yourself, you know, three years, four years, five years from now. You know, where do you want to be? Right. And then you're like, this is where I want to be. And then how do you go there? Mm-hmm. How do you get there? And make sure you surround yourself with people who, who give you those encouragement. Right. Because never settle for, for things that you don't want to. Right. And but specifically do not listen to, to people who always who will always tell you, Oh, you can't do this, you can't do that. Enough, yeah. You know? There's yeah. nothing I mean, the sky is the limit. And it, even it's actually not, you know. Right. The the universe is the limit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. don't settle for 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 less than, than you wish. Mm-hmm. And you know, take your time. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has it, its own timing, but be in control of your timing. Right. It's good yeah. stuff, man. And the last thing is um, Africa. How, how you know, a lot of what you're talking about is how we can give back and how we can have that pride in our continent. And you're obviously doing that. You live in that. You're breathing that with the work that you do. But just, you know, what did you get your quick thoughts as to how how can we develop Africa? And I know it's a, I know it's a big, I know it's a big question. Maybe just focus on one aspect that you've seen. What do you think we need to do better? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. There is so many things we right, need to do. Right, 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 right. But you know, the first thing is unity. Mm-hmm. We 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 need to trust each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm saying this because these are you know obviously uh, black on black. Right. <laughs> but the reality is, mm-hmm. even at my level, you know, uh, it's sad to say. Eh? Mm-hmm. I agree, and I'm probably at fault. Yeah. But I'll give it to a black guy first. Mm-hmm. Opportunity for several people. I'll yeah. give it to my brother first. Yeah. We have to stick together. Yeah. You know, we, we want to move as a group. We have mm-hmm. to stick together. Yeah. And I have no issue giving it to my, my people first. Right. 
absolutely, I don't care. You can say whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say whatever you want. Yeah. I don't care because mm -hmm. we need we need to stick together. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's so sad that we're still talking about. Uh, is is the president going to leave power or not? When yeah. when you know other people are talking about uh, augmented reality, right. uh, AI, right. etc. Right. We can't be so bad. <coughs> but I, I think there is a there is a difference between our parents and us. Right. Our parents were you know had one thing in mind: get out of colonization. Right. You know, and they were like, oh, let's get out of colonization, mm -hmm. and then let's think through it. Yeah. You know, they they did that. You know, and thanks to them, you know, where where we are, we, mm -hmm. we are able to go to the best school, to right. the best university, to live it, you know, US, Europe, everywhere, and to learn the best practices. Yeah. So I think it's even more into our shoulders of our generation to make sure that we, you know we, we 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 follow the right path. Right. And you know, we again, you know, I, I think I said it several times, but we need to think about you know where we want to be, but as a group, not as an individual, mm. not as a uh, not not as a citizen from this country, but you know, let's think about the continent as a whole, right. and then let's try to move it forward. Well said, Hamet. Well said. Um, you know, this has been a really really good conversation. I really enjoyed those stories you told. Um, um, do Do you want to drop your socials if people want to find you and contact you, your Instagram or something? Or, or? Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, just just join my is it Instagram or Twitter? Yeah, yeah of course. Any anyone you want to drop. Oh, I should drop it here? Yeah, you can. No, I, 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 I need to find Okay, to you, okay that's fine. I'll put it in the show yeah, notes and I'll please. link you on the show notes so people can find you, um, talk to you about, you know, their, their journeys, their progress or whatever, you know. People yeah, I, I was happy to talk. You know, yeah. Even though I don't know if I'm in the best place, but I was happy <laughs> to, you know, right. to bring my bits. Right, right. Well, thank you so much, Hamas. Thank, thank you for having me. No, nah, dude, this yeah. is so good. Well, next time I'm happy. Well, we didn't talk about Chelsea now. At oh. least one word about Chelsea. <laughs> okay, so so yeah. let's finish up on this. Um, top four in the Premiership. What are your predictions? Okay, before I respond to and that. And I'm going to hold you to this. Uh -huh. Yeah, before I respond to that, yeah. he's the guy who was supporting Man United <laughs> and then moved to support uh, Arsenal. How do, how, how do you drive Lamborghini and you move to, to Okada? Ah! <laughs> okay, let, let me leave that aside. The top four without particular order. Yeah. No, you have to give me the order too. Okay, just give me no 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 okay, order. No, no order. No order, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Obviously Liverpool City. Yeah. Chelsea. Mm -hmm. hmm. Hmm. There could be an upset, eh? Mm -hmm. yeah, an upset. No, there could be, you know, Wolves. What? If, if Wolves get Diego Costa? Yeah. Wow, that, that I is... could see Wolves, you know, coming there, or you know, Tottenham. That is a bull. Okay, so Wolves is brave. Tottenham is not so brave. My top four: Liverpool, City, no, in, in no particular yeah. order. Manchester United, back, back in the glory. Are back you supporting the them again? I'm back in my you, baby. Uh, okay. I never left. I just left. Uh, okay, okay. It's like I had, it's, I had a bad. It's like you're going through a bad relationship. You separate briefly from your girlfriend, and then you know. Okay, so you have a bad relationship. You go and sleep with someone else, and then you come and, and, look, and, and tell her, "Oh, I didn't do anything." Look, okay, okay, okay. No, uh, no. Basically, basically, we, we, you know, we had some difficulties in the past. We've spoken mm -hmm. about. We've moved so now past you have that. no more difficulties. I mean, look, every relationship has problems, but okay. we 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 ask for privacy in this moment, and we're, uh, we're trying to move forward okay, and progress. Okay, okay. Up. I, I, the, the, I the, the children involved, you know. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Okay, so, so Liverpool, City, Manchester United. That is why I stopped listening to you now. Why? Ah, you can't say top four and say Manchester United. <laughs> you just said Chelsea. You yeah. Just, Chelsea. Yeah, but this is a fact. Chelsea is going to finish fifth. 
because as I left and Lampard because you have a new coach, you don't have a right so system. Huh? So we put money on it. No, I don't put money. Oh, I don't okay. put money. Okay. But, you know, let the record show that I've said Man U will finish in top four and Hamid has said Chelsea. So you're, you're saying Man U will finish above Chelsea? Man U will also finish above Chelsea. So we put money on that? No. <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is a difference between uh, a real fan and a whatever called fan. This is a difference yeah. between a rich man and a broke man. Oh, no, no, no. Please, I beg you. Oh, but, hey, where are we? Where are we? They should not come and attack me outside. Well, on that note, this has been a, yet another episode of the Hangups and Hangovers podcast with Ahmed. It's been a great conversation. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you soon. Later. Thank you. Peace.